0: Okay, Ray of Blight listeners, Liz here. Sasha and I had split the following topic into two different episodes because it was so overwhelming and it just made more sense that way. So here's part one of Celebrity Cooking. This is Ray of Blight number six. Hi, I'm Liz. And I'm Sasha. And this is Ray of Blight number six. This particular episode, we're going to talk about celebrities who then do something with food. So they're celebrities for something totally unrelated, and then they do something with food, like publish a cookbook, or do a website, or do some other thing where they make a fool of themselves regarding food.
1: Celebrities. They're just like us. We had this idea because we ha- we enjoyed uh, the interactive aspect of our podcast from the last time that we did this, where we went on a mission, and we went to... The celebrity fragrance aisle in Kohl's and Target. And we smelled celebrities. And now we want to taste along with celebrities. Not taste with celebrities, because that might actually end up being cannibalism.
0: But then we would also consume them for their power and fame as we consume Jesus, media. Jesus, because
1: this is my body.
0: <laughs> Zombie celebrity Jesus. No, but Sasha's right. So we got really into like celebrity projects,
1: right? So, Yay, there's yes. the one.
0: yes. So, um, and we, but that wasn't what our last episode was about. Our last episode was about song genetics, because we're perpetually hearing music, and then thinking, wait, why does this song
1: sound sound
0: like like this, why does this punk song sound like the... Thing from the chorus line, or whatever. What did it
1: sounded like a better idea for a podcast at the time? <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then it became such a huge project of editing it that it took us like a year to get out another episode.
1: To be honest, it kind of sucked the fun out a little bit. So, it got too heady. And we were like, we have something we also have to fulfill besides the brains. The gut. The guts, The soul. And people, let me tell you something. They don't, these celebrities don't got soul. They, they have really awful ideas about what a recipe is supposed to be. It's sort of like when you have those people that are like, I'm an actor, and a singer, and a model, and a web designer, and it's not true. You're supposed to be really one one honed craft, really, with, with aspects of other things. You can't, you just cannot fill your entire... You can
0: be a triple threat, but you can't be a triple-layered d- taco...
1: Dessert. D- blogger. <laughs> I don't know where I was going with that. I don't know, but you know where we are right now? In my kitchen, on location.
0: We are at Hotel Sasha. We speculated that we thought maybe a lot of the celebrity recipes were so simple because when you're a celebrity, at some point you get out of practice of making your own food. And so, someone comes knocking at your door for you to do a cookbook or just to solicit a recipe from you, and you're like, I don't know, um, whatever, tomato and mushroom, t- t- spread. Yes. Don't go at my door. Sasha's referring to Britney Spears' Cheeto
1: casserole. Which we almost made. Be grateful we didn't.
0: It, the ingredients in it were gross. so gross, I couldn't even... Like, I blacked out how gross it was. It was, like, mushrooms, tuna, vomit,
1: Parmesan cheese. Yeah, it almost made Natalie Schaefer's tuna salad look good. Like the thing about Natalie Schaefer's uh, Lovey's tuna salad was that she thought it was a good idea to put eggs in it. Now...
0: Oh, that's, by the way, celebrities all put eggs and tuna in all their shit. It doesn't it make so any sense to gross.
1: me. No sense whatsoever. It's like
0: it's like all celebrities are, like, trapped in a 70s cooking, like, Continuum.
1: To be to be fair, a majority of the recipes we did find were from dead celebrities or from celebrities from a bygone era. Um. Sure. What was uh what's that woman's name? Uh Yvonne not Miss Avon. Avon Okay, gotta look this up. Avon Carlo. Right as I click the, the chrome thing. Avon DiCarlo, who was in uh the Ten Commandments, I think. And we're going to get a letter to P.O. Box Cheese. For us <laughs> but for sure, she was Lily on the Monsters. And she had, like, a oh, Chinese wow. dish. And what's really funny is that it, it doesn't seem so awful, but it's so a product of its time. Like, it has, like, absurd amounts of cornstarch in it and canned baby corn. and it, Like, just, like, things where you're just like, that's really, really cute, Avon DiCarlo. Carlo. You know what's even weirder about that is that like um I was struggling to remember her name and then when I was talking to my father about this entire podcast thing, uh, I was talking about Yvonne and he finished the name for me. And I went, that's really creepy. And he went, Yeah, I'm a little weirded out myself. The end <laughs> um, So so it didn't it doesn't really matter, like though, to like we, we can defend the the ancient <laughs> the ancient bygone celebrity era of like 50s, 60s 70s cooking um like wh- what was it uh Cloris Leachman's baked potato <laughs> wasn't. it wasn't, wasn't like just like a baked potato with sprouts on it
0: yes we also found some really wonderful books and websites online
1: that like they sympathize with our plight here <laughs> really unfortunate yeah um, uh, a big shout out to Poseidon's underworld which is Nept's depths like Neptune's depths oh yeah because they scanned a book that they found. Um, and... It's got, like, Phyllis Diller. Yeah, Phyllis Diller. Tell me that she
0: did something with dill pickles,
1: please. <laughs> no, unfortunately, it just looks like it's a breast of chicken Maui. Four, this is the recipe. Are you ready for this? Four chicken breasts. One can, whole cranberry sauce. One eight-ounce bottle of French dressing. And one envelope of onion soup. The end. Ah! Oh. The worst recipe out of this book that they scan, though, is, um... And uh, here it is, is uh, George Burns's recipe for happiness. I do not have a favorite recipe, and that is the truth. If the food is served stove hot and there is a bottle of ketchup handy, I am a happy man. That is not a recipe. I feel like that
0: sums up, like a lot of a lot of the American sentiment about food. Like, does it taste? Like, I could smother it in ketchup? Is it hot? Is it- is- can I have some alcohol with it? Alright, I'm good.
1: The newer generations of, of actors and actresses, like, and singers and celebrities and whatnot, you know, like, there's some there's some recipes that Oprah has that are really great, but they're not really her recipes. They're just, like, sponsored by Oprah. Right. You know, or, like... Her
0: team yeah, has her, made them, and then she's, like, signing off on it.
1: Yeah, like, her unfried chicken is really delicious. However, it's not really hers. Way to take credit for the group project, Oprah. And, like, I, I found one from Meryl Streep's uh, heart cookie, and it was just, like... Some flour, some other types of flour, some sugar, some butter, form into a cookie.
0: Too bad that she wasn't, she didn't have like a tea recipe, because then it would be Meryl Streep's Steep. Can you hear the eyes blinking? (laughs) The eye blinking? Yeah.
1: To be fair, I mean, much like Meryl Streep's acting, I will say, this simple type of cookie is quite versatile. Anyway... Um, and, you know, like, Leanne Rimes had some sort of weird chicken dish. I feel like everyone has a chicken dish. Or like, Sally Field has a chicken dish. Um, some people... Not
0: without my hen!
1: Uh, I know that, like, there, and, you know, there are, like, celebrities that have, like, full-on gone out with the cooking, like, Sophia, I used to have, I don't know what happened to it, but I used to have Sophia Loren cookbook. Really? Yeah, which, you know, you would expect, like, there, everything would... End up when you're done cooking, it would look like leather. I was <laughs> gonna say it looks like tanned, tanned leather. leather. Yeah, but the recipes are good. Like she's Italian; it's 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 no big deal. And you know, and oftentimes they'll have people kind of like um, cross-check it, which is good. So it's like by celebrity, also by this other person with a s- smaller font.
0: Right? Yeah, like a, like like how memoirs are written,
1: so like pseudo ghost writers. Yeah,
0: do they have like ghost chef writers?
1: I would assume so. I don't think Mandy Patinkin is as good as he swears he is. (laughs) The first recipe that we're going to do um, in this particular recording session is... I... I've... Well, as I said earlier, when I think celebrity, and when you think celebrity, clearly you think... Irene Ryan! I have to explain her, too, don't I? Sure. Okay, she was granny on the Beverly Hillbillies. Uh, so I settled on Irene Ryan's spicy cornbread. Now, I'm a huge fan of cornbread, and I felt like this was uh, not risky enough that it would be awful, um, and but it had just enough of a weird twist to it that I was like, all right, all right, Irene. Granny, I got you. Uh, let's try this. I'm a huge fan of cornbread. I really, really love cornbread with little, like, peppers in it and, like, spicy, like... It's, it's just, I, I love spicy food immensely. Can you figure that out from my unfinished sentences? <laughs> I mean, I just, you know what I, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, so I, I settled on this. It, what was funny, though, was that uh, when I went to the grocery uh, before we got together, um, I didn't bring the recipe with me, like, I just brought... Uh, an itemized grocery list with me, and I was like, "Oh, I should probably double check and see how long this is gonna take to do." Blah blah blah. So I couldn't. I was looking on my phone, trying to find it, and I couldn't. But I did find that they did make a Beverly Hillbillies Granny themed cookbook where it has recipes for roast possum. And if uh, listeners, if you could just see the face that Liz just made, it was, it was beautiful. Can you take a <laughs> screenshot of that?
0: <laughs> okay, that this is an interesting phenomenon. Cookbooks in the like in the style of a personality.
1: Oh yeah, actually kind of like uh, Don Wells or going back to Gilligan's Island. Yes, right? her coconut.
0: Oh, right. Yeah. yes. which also leads us into that weird territory of celebrities that take on some characteristics in their own celebrity persona of the character that they play on a TV show and then write a book about it. Like specifically like Kim Cattrall wrote a book about sex or like the guy who was like the token gay guy. Well, one of the token gay guys on Glee like wrote a book about like something about
1: being a token gay guy, <laughs> being
0: gay and the, you know, whatever. And like, you know, it's like, and that to me always feels really forced Yeah. You know, like 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 milking that you know and and, and I think also taking yourself a little bit too seriously, like someone wrote this script, someone else wrote it, that I'm acting out and I therefore am now the expert. Like like you like you you can't take credit for that. Like you know, Like, like yes, there is something to, you know, communicating the truth in the moment of you know, the emotional truth of the script and this and that, but, like, the actual writing, it's like, no, you are not uh, an expert that can speak about that.
1: Right. It's it's actually really depressing, I think, because, you know, normally most most actors and actresses would would probably like to not be typecast, but it takes a very bold type of celebrity to fold into, like, oh, well, I'm just going to be pigeonholed into this, so why don't I just suck it up and milk it?
0: Yeah, or I I, I can't guarantee that I'll be making any more money or get any more roles after this.
1: Right, so... So I'm
0: just going to... My
1: Don Wells are going to pretend that I was really trapped on an island. Or they
0: get offered money, and it's hard to turn it down,
1: you know? Um... Okay,
0: so launching into this, this just keeps getting
1: dark, that's <laughs> all right. I'm all right with dark. <laughs> all right, so um, this is this is these are some really complicated um, instructions from everyone's favorite lady of vaudeville, Irene Ryan. Oh, by the way, this is from a hilarious book called the Dead Celebrity Cookbook. <laughs> So, Irene Ryan's spicy cornbread. Liz, would you like to do the honors of reading these very complicated instructions?
0: Sure. Uh, shall I read i the, will the, read the ingredients and then, then we'll also talk about the directions. So, ingredients. Okay. One cup white or yellow cornmeal. One yeah. can creamed corn. Two eggs beaten. Three quarters cup milk. One half cup grated cheddar cheese. One onion chopped fine. One tablespoon taco sauce. Um, One screen dimmed on Sasha's computer. (laughs) Uh, Undimmed. One half cup melted butter plus more to grease the pan. One teaspoon baking powder. One
1: teaspoon salt.
0: Sasha, why don't you read the directions?
1: Oh, thank you for the honors. I think Ryan's spicy cornbread serves six. Preheat oven to 400 degrees. I'm assuming Fahrenheit. I'm assuming this is not an imperial measurement. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, is this
0: in the metric system? Anymore?
1: <laughs> we, we're always in the metric system in my world. Um, <laughs> in a, Canadian? I'm British, but in a large bowl, mix all ingredients together until well blended. I'm assuming this is the voice that Granny would have wanted. Okay. Pour into a greased 8-inch square bacon pan. Baking, not bacon. Although I'm sure that'd be delicious. Um, into an eight. Uh, I'm not doing the accent anymore. Uh, really, spoon. you
0: could have fooled me.
1: And bake for forty minutes <laughs> or until lightly brown. Basically, pour all the shit together. Pour it into a pan. Bake it. Okay, so. So I put the I put the the yellow cornmeal. I'm using Arrowhead Mills organic yellow cornmeal. Um, Free range. <laughs> and now I'm about to... On the opposite end of quality, I'm about to pour in a can of store store brand <laughs> cream-style golden sweet corn. Woo!
0: You know, I've noticed that the ingredients on here are very unspecific. Like one can cream corn. It doesn't actually say what size can. Or three-quarters a cup of milk. Like whole milk, half milk, skim milk.
1: Well, I bought whole milk because I figured... I, I like it more.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Probably will make it more
1: delicious. Ooh. Listen to that canned goodness. Um, there's this, uh, I think it's called Weelicious. I was looking up, uh, I was looking up a way to, like, not muck up Israeli couscous one day. because so I was like, why do I keep screwing this up? So, this is stupid because it's actually really easy to do. But I just wanted to see, like, somebody specifically make it. So I looked up a YouTube video, as one does. Um... For for the record, the the cream style golden sweet corn and the organic yellow cornmeal have now been married.
0: Is that the term for when you put them together?
1: Uh no I guess well I, yes but I guess now the term would be hitched because of the source <laughs> material. Um, <laughs> and uh, but anyways so it was like it was for Israeli couscous thing and licious and the woman has this obnoxious voice God love her and she um. Sasha's chopping the onion. I feel like I should be helping you with something. You want to crack the eggs? What, into what container? Into, uh, we pour it all in the same thing. Okay, <laughs> and
0: what what uh, where do I put the
1: the shell? shells? Why not in here? In the okay yeah. into the measuring cup. Yeah. All right. Sorry,
0: I interrupted. Oh, I should. Should I wash my hands? Would granny. No. Okay. <laughs> I'm trying to crack, crack, crack the egg. Oh, you crack it on the, oh, <laughs> it on the counter. Yeah. Can you tell I never cook? I'm like, ah, oh god! Ah. <laughs> Shit, that I did it a little too hard. Well, I saved most of it.
1: You okay. did. Hey, All right, I'll, I'll get this one. Okay. <laughs> it's, gonna be, it's gonna be okay. There we go. Okay, so that happened. Um, where's the paper towels? Oh, okay, there, because uh, we're so e- <laughs> we're so environmentally conscious.
0: I'm cleaning up. The egg mess that I made.
1: Here, do you need another towel? Yes, I do. There you go. I'm
0: just spreading the egg mess into a wider space Put it space down and like step on it. Okay.
1: Oh. I'd do it, but I'm wearing socks. You're wearing shoes. Okay. There's so, so much drama with eggs. Socks and violins. Wow, you really got to clean your floor, too. I haven't mopped yet. <laughs> we have high traffic. My roommate keeps his bike right there. Oh,
0: Okay. I'm sanitary. Obviously. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to come in. Get out of my
1: house. <laughs> do you want to rinse your hands? I do want to rinse my, my hands. Why don't you do that? Thank you. Would uh, Granny want me to
0: rinse my hands?
1: Yes. Yes she, <laughs> yes, she would. Yes, she would. Gidget, too, who's not part of the same show. Um, I'm going to toss these eggshells. Okay. Um, I would also like to point out that on top of the coffee maker, Old uh, there
0: is a dish with one half of an eaten chocolate chip cookie. It's my roommate.
1: I made the cookies. Yes,
0: and that's hilarious to me. I pointed out how hilarious that is—that there would be like a plate with a half-eaten cookie. Like, who eats half a cookie and then just leaves? it? You know, which was even funnier when Sasha's roommate told me that. He fell asleep with it next to him in the bed. Sasha's pouring the milk right now.
1: So, so far we have now, if, if you're just tuning in, <laughs> now um, I'm opening the, the bag of grated cheese because, you know, I, I do um, I do cook quite often, and I'm, I'm quite proud of that, uh, but Ain't nobody got time to grate their own cheese. Let's be real.
0: I know. When? Why would you bother? It's so cheap to buy it. It doesn't taste any different when someone else does it.
1: Half the time I find it's cheaper, actually. So, welcome to the real world, sucker!
0: Food or I would say cheese is always more delicious to me, shredded.
1: Yes. You know why? Why? It's textural. Oh. I, I feel like you get more of a... You know what?
0: You're right. Because I enjoy lettuce shredded. I don't enjoy it in leaves.
1: Mm, Same. Yes. That doesn't mean I don't not eat the shreds. I mean, or the full lettuce. God, we're boring. Okay. (laughs) uh, Now I'm pouring in half a cup of grated cheddar cheese that clearly I grated myself, if you can choose to ignore.
0: This recipe has a distinctly yellow and orange It's
1: cornbread. Yeah. (laughs) It's cornbreadless. With cheese. The tensions are high on the set. (laughs) By the end of filming, they couldn't stand each other. I'm hoping I bought the right kind of onion, Uh, but it says one onion, so whatever. So it's a yellow
0: onion that Sasha has.
1: Yeah. Yellow onions are weird to me because on the inside, they're white. Disgust.
0: Does that mean the inside of white onions are yellow?
1: They shouldn't be. <laughs> but maybe, maybe they are. All right, now I'm going to chop finely the onion. Uh, should I start talking like Julia Child? Please. I'm going to chop the onion.
0: You also sound a little bit like the guy who's like,
1: Yes! yes! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> was that Mr. Mooney from the Lucy Show? Oh, yeah, what was that one recipe Lucille Ball had? Lucy's Chinesey thing. That's not racist. Ooh, what was in it? Uh, it probably had, like, I don't know, like... Like, all, like, is, <laughs> is, it, is it,
0: like, the one other recipe that we were talking about that was, like, any of the Asian vegetables that you can buy in a can in the part of the grocery aisle that's, like, Epcot Center. You mean along Asian. the Carlo? Yeah, that's what, yes. Never forget. Right. <laughs>
1: Never forget.
0: Although the whole, like, right. Epcot Center and the grocery aisle thing is a relatively recent phenomenon.
1: Yeah, it's it, I, I'm really glad that we have that in, yes. for the fact that I'm, you know, lazy. Um, I wish I wasn't as lazy as I'm admitting that I am right now. Good times. I'm still chopping this damn onion.
0: I'm surprised that your eyes don't go crazy when you chop onions. I have to wear ski goggles when we chop onions.
1: I'm so immune to it at this point. Sasha um, works in... Nope, like, nope. Don't tell the people. They'll find me. <laughs> oh, I was not going to say the name of it. Oh, go ahead. In this like
0: place that specializes in British cuisine. Don't mind me. I
1: <laughs> I I I have a part time job um, as a cook and a baker, because uh, I, I teaching and singing is my main source of income. But see, I have this thing called a gas bill, <laughs> and, and people's gas, which is the gas company in Chicago that you're pretty much forced into using. Um, they're not exactly lovely. And so, if you're late on the thing, you get these really lovely things called, um, red letters, <laughs> Which you're Which, apparently,
0: you're, from, you're familiar with.
1: I don't want to talk about it. Mm. <laughs> I brought it up. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, so, you know, I, 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 like many, many working artists, I also have, um, a day job. I, I guess that, that would be considered a day job, right? Do you work during the day? I do. It's a day job. Hey, hey, look at that. Um... And, uh, but the thing is, is that to some degree, it's actually, it doesn't feel much like a job to me half the time because I really enjoy cooking. And my, um, my mother is a very good cook and, uh, she instilled a lot of cooking skills on me, um, which I'm really grateful for. Um, and, uh, other people that have taught me throughout the years include, um, Include Nigella Lawson and... British celebrity chef. And uh, the Galloping Gourmet. I'm less familiar with this individual. Graham Kern. He flirted with you as he cooked. I felt violated, but enticed. So I learned. Oh. Uh, Jacques Pepin. Basically anybody that was Lydia, the balding Italian... (laughs) is <laughs> that a celebrity uh no well i mean they're all famous for actually legitimately being cooks um which is why we're not apparently cooking anything by them because yeah because
0: they're they're famous for being chefs we're not interested in that
1: yeah who needs who needs things that are bound to work <laughs> although i
0: did enjoy kitchen confidential so that i sometimes reference anthony bourdain in that book like oh yeah
1: yeah, yeah.
0: like him talking about how like Madonna once came to his restaurant and brought her own eggs, or like him pointing out like I can't believe it's not butter. Oh well, I can, Um, you know, yeah, like things like that. But I I haven't actually ever watched any of his shows or read any of his books or what you know.
1: I watched a brief moment of that uh, that that shows a taste that he's on. It's it's him and it's Anthony Bourdain, Angela Lawson, the two people you could give a shit about, Um, and. It's, it's them eating things on a spoon and him being like, I hate vegan food and her being like, this is sensual and then the other guy yelling in French and then the other person you're like I have no idea who you are. Why are all these people pretending that they know who he is? It's
0: like the view with Oh yeah, Whoopi food. Goldberg
1: Whoopi Goldberg had a, had a uh, recipe for ribs I found Really? Yeah. What were your thoughts on it? I didn't want to make them because I don't really eat red meat
0: Ah, there you go. Would you like an icebreaker raspberry flavor?
1: Yes, yes I would. However, after I tumble the now finally, <laughs> finally chopped onions into here
0: into the container with all of the other
1: ingredients, orange and yellow ingredients. Yeah, orange, yellow, white. It's we've got the colors for our new nation.
0: I'll leave you one of these sugar-free mints atop the Elizabeth takes off book, right on top of her nose.
1: Sugar-free.
0: One time, no table
1: touched a shepherd's pie. The end.
0: Sasha's referring to one of the ladies in his favorite band, the Sugar Babes.
1: I'm so over them right now. They're um, taking too long.
0: And um, one of the ladies in the band was on a British game show where she had to touch something that she couldn't see what it was and then guess what it was. Yeah, it, was she, it was a shepherd's pie. She thought it
1: was like a lizard or something. As one would think, naturally. Okay. Uh, free to edit that out. <laughs> what am I doing? Um, okay, so now I've put the onion in. And now I have one tablespoon of taco sauce. Um, okay. So I'm just gonna, I'm not actually going to measure this out because that's stupid.
0: You're just putting it in the bottle cap. Right. It's like when you use light. Yeah. Oh, but you're doing multiple bottle caps. Well, because
1: I think this is about a teaspoon, so if, if not a little bit less. And honestly, Granny wouldn't have it in either way. So and now you're not even
0: using the tape. <laughs> Who, give yeah.
1: Who give a fuck? Who give a fuck? And that's exactly how she talks. <laughs> <laughs> this is the reality of the really hillbilly. <laughs> Things were very, very, very dark for her. Um, okay, that was that. And then, oh, I, I didn't help any butter. Why don't I do that? He says now. <laughs> As we pull out the already made version of it.
0: Can I have a piece of this cookie?
1: Yeah. Don't tell John.
0: Okay, I won't tell your roommate, although he'll find out soon enough. I am taking it from the side that does not have the bite taken out of. It's a delicious cookie, but it kind of tastes like the candy I was just eating.
1: Oh. Uh, one half cup of butter.
0: Do you have some fancy way of measuring it that doesn't utilize the package? Like, you're going to get out like a...
1: Wait, isn't that just a stick of butter? A
0: paintbrush and like... (laughs) How much much butter?
1: One 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 half cup. Isn't that just a stick of butter?
0: Yes. Oh my God, why don't they just say a whole (laughs) stick of... Jesus. Oh my God, a half cup of melted butter, comma... Plus more to grease the pan.
1: Um, I'm just going to use some grapeseed oil. Well. I don't... Run, please. Granny. You're pushing it here, lady. Were, like, sticks
0: of butter a different measurement
1: in the <laughs> 70s? I did one, one time right Well, she was a byproduct of another era. Uh, what we're going to do now is something really technical, and we're going to microwave this. Um, this butter, specifically. Uh, the reason for that is because.
0: Sasha has to move all of the appliances out of
1: the way. Do you want some help? No, I'm a martyr. <laughs> <laughs> melting the butter. I'm melting. Ooh. Now this is okay, uh, and I say this as a food professional, <laughs> because I, look, all restaurants use microwaves. Sorry. Now you know the truth. In the straight
0: dope, someone, the newspaper syndicated column where people write in questions that they've always wanted answered. And uh, Cecil Adams, on multiple occasions, has addressed this. People have written in and been like, I've heard that you can get cancer from the radiation of using a microwave. What do I tell people when they tell me this? Is this true? And Cecil says... Yes, you can tell them microwaving changes the chemistry of food because you're cooking it. So does cooking. Bah, bah, bah. Yes. Yes.
1: Thank you. Yes. Thank you for that. Yes. Man, we're getting we're getting snippy here. Just
0: <laughs> caffeine, no alcohol.
1: Yeah, we are. Our, our caffeine, the choice, our caffeine, the choice is black tea. Black tea. What brand black tea are we drinking? Uh, builders. British man. Builders.
0: Builders uh, is that a British brand?
1: It is. Uh, it's. Do really, you sell
0: it at the place that you're a part-time day food professional?
1: Yes. Yes, I do. Um, but Good. you can pretty much get it anywhere. It's a cheap black tea. Builder uh, in British terms, builders like a like an construction worker. And now you know. And a
0: builder is not a construction worker
1: Yeah. John, <laughs> In America. John? Yeah. She ate part of your cookie. That's all right.
0: Audience, <laughs> what you're hearing is John being alerted to the fact that I ate part of the cookie. He laughed.
1: He said, it's, it's all right. right. But we know inside, it's not. Alright. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, this, I'm not going to. Sorry. Right. Let's talk so people can hear me. Um, I'm grabbing... teaspoons, spoons. measuring spoons. Uh, because I, while I am comfortable hazarding a guess with hot sauce measurements, uh, I, I rarely would ever recommend hazarding anything with baking soda or baking powder. Uh, because that will make things really interesting <laughs> if you, if you do that. So this, this is something that you should really pay attention to, kids. Um... So, we are putting in one teaspoon of baking powder. What's the
0: difference between baking soda and baking powder? Shut your face.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's a... Uh, well, baking, baking soda is just baking soda. Baking powder um, has cornstarch added to it. Uh, like oh. baking soda and cornstarch and some like phosphate stuff. Um, what do the phosphates do? I have no idea, actually. The look of it, saucers stirring it right now. It looks like mac and cheese. Yeah, I kind of want to eat it, which is a bad idea. Um, <laughs> Especially because it has raw eggs. Live on the edge, Liz.
0: You're adding sea salt. I am. You're not just adding one teaspoon salt that the recipe calls for.
1: I'm adding Celtic sea salt, light gray Celtic. What do they
0: mean, light gray? Like the color of it?
1: Yes. Oh. okay and it has it has selena in it naturally bitty bitty bomb (laughs) bombs. come here come here come here bottom of the bag colors of the world spice up your life every boy every girl spice up your life people of the world ziggy zig ah uh, I had, I had uh, Spice of Your Life in my head the other, but my head the other day. But I only had Mel B Scary Spice in my head, going Colors of the World. Basically, uh, Liz, would you do me the honors of putting our uh, oven on four hundred degrees Fahrenheit? Yes. Thank you. Um. Done. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to grab some grapeseed oil, because it is neutral, um, and I don't feel like melting any more butter. Smart. I'm going against Granny's wishes. It's
0: true. It's true. Uh, Sasha just disappeared into his walk-in kitchen closet, which I'm very jealous of. My pantry ether. His his pantry ether, yeah. And he actually has a drawer in... The cabinet that's, like, permanently pulled out with, like, bottles toppled over. (laughs) Don't judge me! And there's even, like, one shelf that's not even used in there. Like... You're judging! I guess I am being a little judgy. Sorry. Sasha just pulled out the grapeseed oil bottle. And there is less than one teaspoon left in the bottle, which is hilarious that you guys would even still have that bottle. Stop judging! (laughs) (laughs)
1: This is so much better. This is the real reason we haven't done a (laughs) puck.
0: We're falling apart! Creative differences! I'm going solo!
1: Okay. I'm taking...
0: Sasha's taking a paper towel and moving the oil around in the pan. What size pan is this? Like a twelve?
1: It, it's square, 12? square sized.
0: Square, that looks like maybe it's like a or maybe like a nine by nine.
1: Yeah. Would you say? I would say. Would you say? I would. Oh. Uh, what'd you say? I say. A <laughs> nine by nine. I'll say I'll say, son.
0: Alright, foghorn, leghorn.
1: The funny thing about grapeseed oil is that it's always mysteriously green. I know! It really is.
0: It's weird.
1: It's pretty, though. Yes. Apparently, some people think it's carcinogenic, but I think it's delicious. You know, I think I have heard that, actually. I figure it this way. We're all gonna die.
0: Yeah, but I wouldn't want to hasten the dying. Oh my god, alright, so the timer timer just went off, we're taking it out of the oven. It's hot. It's hot, it smells
1: delicious. It does smell really nice, doesn't it?
0: Yes. I I can't wait to eat this, it smells so good.
1: But you're gonna have to, because it's really hot. Oh my god, it's delicious! Is it really? Yes. Oh man.
0: Oh man. I'm just going
1: to stand there and eat it with a fork out of the pan. Is that bothering you? No, but this is delicious. Wow. This is delicious, Irene Ryan, the ghost of, and the estate here out. Oh, my God. Wow. And this isn't, like, delicious in one of those ways where your standards are lowered so much. (laughs) Like, you're like, that's good. No, this is, wow.
0: It's pretty oniony. Alright. Alright, I've actually brought the casserole over near the microphone instead of standing in front of the oven and eating it out of the pan with a fork. I don't
1: know oh. why you're eating with a fork, but clearly a spoon is the way to go. That's <laughs> not as spicy as it could be.
0: Oh, I kind of forgot that you
1: put all the spicy stuff in it. Can you taste that? Uh,
0: you know, I've, I'm not sure I would even have noticed had you not reminded me.
1: Because I put mo- way more than what she said.
0: Yeah, you did.
1: I mean, that's the only failure. As if there needs to be one. Honestly... Uh, Even without it, it would still be delicious. I want all of it. Mm
0: -hmm. I think we're supposed to probably portion out some amount into individual bowls. No. So considering that you used whole milk, an entire stick of butter, creamed corn...
1: How could this be anything but awesome? Oh, and cheese. Oh, yeah, full-fat cheese. Everything was full-fat. Yeah,
0: like how could this be anything but awesome? You didn't really have much choice.
1: Yeah, it's true. Well, Irene, we salute you. Yes.
0: Okay, so that was Ray of Light number six, Celebrity Cooking, part one. Stay tuned for part two. We're going to do another recipe, and there's going to be another installment of Google Voicemail Eoki. Also, we've been making the Found and Sync Fan Fiction segment into its own mini Ray of Light podcast. So that's why there's not a segment of that on here now. Um, and uh, as a final announcement, please feel free to follow us on Facebook. Leave a nice review if you're listening to this podcast on iTunes. Now go make some uh, cornbread. Okay, see you soon. Bye. Now it's time to say goodbye to Jed and all his kin. They would like to thank you folks for kindly dropping in. You're all invited back again to this locality to have a heapin' help and their hospitality. Beverly Hillbillies, that's what they call them now. Nice folks. Y'all come back, yeah?